on now, give it to us. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Create More, Contribute More podcast. This is the show where you learn tips, techniques, and strategies on how to create more abundance in all areas of your life so you can contribute more to the things that matter most to you. I'm your host, Kenny Barnwell, and this is the freaking third episode. I am so excited. And once again, we have my amazing, lovely, you can't see her, but gorgeously, stunningly beautiful wife, Nakai, back on the show. What's up, babe? Hi. I'm so happy to be back today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So I wanted to bring uh, Nakai back on here because she has a, uh, if you heard episode two, you learned a little bit about my background uh, yesterday, um, which was pretty crazy. Cheese and Rich Dads. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But uh, I wanted to tell a little bit, or have her, rather, tell a little bit of her story. She has an incredible story, an incredible background, Um, and once again, it's one of those things where she's been able to create something in her life. There was a pinnacle point where she created something that directly contributed to her being able to fulfill this potential, this amazing life that um, she's been in, but I just want to start, before she takes over, babe, before you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, I just want to say to you guys, this freaking woman, (laughs) (laughs) this freaking woman, uh, and I've touched upon it in the welcome episode, but this freaking woman, like, I mean, she, well, first of all, she lastly, pre-COVID, had spent the most of her adult life as a professional dancer, literally dancing as a backup dancer on tour and in music videos. I mean, the last gig that she did was the freaking Grammys with Ariana Grande. So this woman is amazing. Um, But anyways, let's bring it back. Sorry, babe, but I just wanted to do a kind of preface with that because you have an amazing story, an amazing life. To go from about what what you're to go from where you're about to tell these people mm-hmm. about to that to dancing on stages, uh, traveling the world with artists like Ariana Grande and Kanye West and all kinds of people. I mean, where did it start for you uh, initially? Like when you were a young kid, where are you from? Let's bring them up to speed. Yeah, well, I'm from the Bronx in New York City, aka the Boogie Down Bronx, as I always like to say. Um, so I was born and raised there in the Bronx. Um, I didn't have, you know, a father in my life until, until I was nine years old. Uh, he was incarcerated. So it was just my mom and my older brother, Amir, um, that I grew up with. Um, and, and I eventually reconnected with my father. My mom did. And then we started to reconnect as a family. And then he, uh, got out of prison and turned his life around and became a substance abuse counselor. And from that point on, when my father got out of jail and he came back home, he immediately put me into dance classes. (laughs) That was the first thing he did. He said, we need to have her do something. (laughs) So I uh, started taking classes at this 
very prestigious dance studio called Dance Theater of Harlem in Harlem. And it, it was an all African-American, um, or it, it's, it is still to this day, um, I believe, I know they were having issues, but it's, it's a company. It's about all African-American ballet company. And I started taking classes there. I started taking a modern ballet classes, tap classes on the weekends. And it was like more just a little hobby at the time. I didn't think anything seriously of, about it. And I just was taking dance classes. You were like what, nine or 10, you said? Nine, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Um, he immediately put me in dance classes because I wasn't really doing much. <laughs> you know, I was just going to school and I would hang out with my brother a lot. You know, when my mom was, you know, she was by herself working, working hard for us to take care of us. So it was just me and the mayor. Um, so I started taking dance classes and then, you know, my interest in it grew. And then I, I went to a performing arts middle school <laughs> and a performing arts high school. So I applied to LaGuardia High School. If, uh, many people, if you're unfamiliar with LaGuardia, it's, if you've seen the movie Fame, that's the school that's based off that movie, LaGuardia High School for the Performing Arts um, in Lincoln Center. Uh, well, but but mind you, and I just want to bring this up because this always fascinates me. I grew up on a dead end dirt road in the country, so mm -hmm. you know different life. But you literally, when you were like in middle school and high school, yeah. used to go on the two train on the subway. What, yeah. like oftentimes by yourself? Uh, when I well, because LaGuardia is in Manhattan, and obviously I lived in the Bronx, so I really wanted to go to that school because number one, I wanted to get out of the Bronx, and number two. I've only, I, I only applied to three performing arts high schools and LaGuardia was considered one of the best. And when I got in, I was like, I have to go. I know it's a long commute, but dad, I have to go. So we made it work. Um, it was an hour, about an hour and a half. On the subway. On the subway. By yourself. Monday through Friday. Yes. Yes. Can you, I mean, can you imagine for those of you that are like me and did not grow up in New York City, mm -hmm. that's a pretty amazing thing for a, a kid to go to school on the subway. I mean, if you've ever been in New York City, the subway's crazy enough, but to ride in on the two train from the Bronx, I've done it to visit your family. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty a lot. wild. It's especially, I live so deep in the Bronx, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And then sometimes I would do, like I would go to Dance Institute of Harlem mm -hmm. for extra classes. And I will sometimes, you know, got involved in, in some of the school events and I would get home late and, you know, it gets dark pretty, what, about 5 p.m., 6 p.m.? <laughs> you know, it's a little scary. <laughs> it's yeah, a little well, scary talking about, <laughs> talk about creating grit, that's for sure. Um, but another thing, too, is, uh, and briefly, you don't have to, to talk a lot about it, but what, what exactly is a performing arts high school? Because to be honest with you, where I'm from, we had the, the high school in town, and there was no such thing as any type of specialty high school. Yeah, performing arts high school is basically, you know, it's a school that focuses on... Uh, developing students who want to hopefully pursue a career in the arts. So my school, we had, a, you know, we had the drama, drama major, we had dance, we had art, um, music or instrumental. Mm. Uh, some of the kids were interested in, you know, vocal or singing lessons. So these were, uh, we had a lot of talented kids in these, in, in this school. Actually, like a lot of famous people came from the school, you know, mm. like Nicki Minaj went here at Jennifer Aniston. Like it's a pretty big school with a lot of big names who are in the entertainment industry today. So, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're this, you know, were you a star student at the high school? A star? No, no. no? I, to be honest. I, I mean, I, my grades were excellent. 
Um, but I wasn't a star student in the dance department. I, I wasn't that no? star dancer. Okay. No, I have to be honest. No, I wasn't. Um, I struggled a bit in the early my early uh, time in, in high school because I'm not very flexible. My technique wasn't all the way there, so I had to work extra hard to catch up to the other mm. the other kids. Um, so it, it was a struggle. I mean, over the progression of over the four years, I've I've gotten better, but my first year, my first two years in high school, I, I it was it was tough, and I, I definitely <laughs> had. Um, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about this, I you know I, I think I told you the story once with me and one of my modern teachers, and I said something. Oh, you were you're showing favoritism. <laughs> I definitely had a you know a little bit of a uh, <laughs> conflict with some of the teachers, but. Yeah, it was tough, but I, I definitely ended my my senior year was the best year because I saw all that growth and I, I you know and even though um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to pursue dance, mm -hmm. I was just proud of myself for you know getting yeah. better and moving forward. I mean, I'm sure a, a performing arts school where you're talking about dealing with specialties and stuff would really create. Mm -hmm. uh, more abundance in that specialty, right? I, yeah. mean, I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, and what I loved about LaGuardia is that they wanted you to succeed and excel in your your um, your arts major, but they were they very they they stressed the academics. Mm -hmm. Like you you just you have to deliver academically as well. So it wasn't one of those schools that okay you can be a great artist and kind of you know be okay or mediocre with the, with the academics. No, they wanted you to exceed and, you know, succeed yeah. in both. Well, I, uh, I know you're very studious, uh, to be honest with you. That's one thing that impresses me about you is how studious you are and how much planning and study and all of that with everything that you do. Uh, so I imagine you probably learned a lot of that there or implied a lot of that there. But I wanted to take the listeners, the people that are listening, to one specific time of your life, of your story that I know about through all of this dance. There was another pinnacle moment, this kind of critical moment in your life because you're a, you know, you're a young girl living in the Bronx. Um, speaking of which, you're mm -hmm. a, a young African-American girl, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> living in the Bronx and, you know, I'm sure a lot of the people that grow up in there, you know, don't necessarily, like, are probably more affected by the culture uh, and the surroundings and the circumstance. Um, but there was one thing that I'm interested in these folks knowing is how you connected with a certain um, organization that helped you create a different level of understanding about the world. Yes, yes. Uh um, so I had my best friend at the time told me about this organization that she was going to apply to and start working with. It's called the All Stars Project. Mm -hmm. um, and the All Stars Project is a nonprofit organization that uses uh, performance and personal development as tools to help minorities and who live in inner city communities um, to develop and grow. Mm -hmm. So I, I told, I said to my friend, okay, I'm interested. And I, 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 applied. I didn't know what I was getting into. And <laughs> so, you were how old? Oh, at this time I was 15. Okay. Um, so I applied. I was just interested in doing something. Like I was doing dance classes. I was just very curious. So I applied, uh, didn't know what I was applying for. Then I got a call that, oh, you have an interview. Dress, 
you know, professionally. <laughs> so I don't, I can't remember what I wore at the time, but I did not have anything that <laughs> was, you know, that was considered professional. But I remember going to the interview and they explained to me, okay, this is a program. It's a three month program, career training program that you're going to learn so many different skills about personal development, about leadership, um, how to write a resume, wow. public speaking, how to dress for success. Cause, wow. And I was like, oh, wow, I need to do this. Um, they said, listen, it's free, but the only thing that we ask of you is that you're going to commit and take this seriously. Mm. Are you that person? Can you do that? And I said, yes. And what did your parents think? Uh, they loved it. They, they wanted me, you know, to make sure they, they wanted me to just do things that will keep me occupied and busy, anything that's positive and, you yeah. know. So you did this three month program. What, what was the result of it? Where did this lead to you? Well, um, after the program, I uh, ended up getting an internship, a six week internship at Morgan Stanley. Oh, wow. On Wall Street. On Wall Street, yeah. Wow. In the accounting department. <laughs> really? As a 16-year-old? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's pretty dang for cool. For six weeks, yeah. <laughs> wow. And did every student get this opportunity for an internship, or was that something that you had to, like, apply yeah. for as well, work your way into, or...? Yes. Everyone who completed the program would, would have an internship at different at a different business or okay. some law firms. Granted, they showed aptitude, I'm sure. Yes. Okay, because it's a performance base, so mm -hmm. that's pretty. That's pretty incredible. I mean, if you really think about the opportunity, that that I imagine probably changed your life. It did. I I have to say, I was very immature, and I remember when when my the internship, my first day was starting. I called one of the one of the directors at the All Stars Project. Um, because they sent and they sent me an email of the address and I didn't know where it was. So this is so embarrassing. But I, I remember um, calling and said, "Hey, um, can you send me a map or help me figure out how to get to Wall Street?" And she was like, "Nakai, do it yourself." <laughs> I remember that. I was like, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> so I don't. I, I, that alone helped me to like just become more independent. Yeah. But my six weeks there was amazing. I, I didn't have much to do in terms of tasks because, you know, I don't know anything about accounting. Mm -hmm. So I did things like, you know, uh, <laughs> photocopying and just the certain tasks that a lot of the a lot of the workers didn't want to do. I did all that. But I just learned to just I don't know. I just it, it, I felt like I was performing in a in a different environment that I'm not used to just being a girl from the Bronx in an mm -hmm. inner city rough community I'm on Wall Street wearing a suit and I'm on time every day and I'm interacting with older adults who you know it, it was just it, it was just interesting uh and it helped me to grow up very quickly and made me realize that wow if I just work hard if I just apply myself and believe in myself I can do anything I want. I can do things. I can be, if I wanted to, I could work on Wall Street. Mm. I can be a lawyer if I wanted to. I can do anything. You know, the, the possibility, possibilities are endless. So, you know, it was, it was just eye-opening. Yeah. Wow. What? So that's a perfect example. And we're going to end the story there. You're going to, you guys are going to get to learn so much more about my amazing wife, but what a perfect example of creating more abundance in a a bunch of different areas of your life. I mean, wow, what an incredible opportunity as a young teen, a young woman to get to 
experience to create the the abundance so you can contribute to the potential of your future which is amazing so thank you so much for sharing that babe oh yeah yeah and and you know if anyone's listening and you're in new york city well maybe not during this time but you know uh, next year or hopefully in the future development school for youth is still active and they're still out there trying to reach as many young people as possible so they can grow and develop and become worldly and cosmopolitan. So yeah, allstarsproject.org, uh, check them out. That's awesome. Well, guys, you heard it from her. Uh, go out there and create. I mean, that's what this is all about, to be creators so we can contribute to the things that matter most to us. Um, if you like this podcast, give it a like, share, talk about it in all the places. Um, we appreciate the heck out of you. And until next time, guys, go out there and create. Come on now. Give it to us. Mm-hmm.